The Supreme Court rejects 14th Amendment arguments for kicking Trump off the ballot. The Biden administration admits secretly flying 320,000 illegals into the country last year, and some unhinged never-Trumpers want to ruin the lives of people seeking a no-labels third-party candidate. I'm Greg Columbus. Join Jim Garrity of National Review and me each weekday for the Three Martini Lunch podcast. We'll give you the good, bad, and crazy news of the day, and hopefully a lot of laughs, too. Follow the Three Martini Lunch on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Everybody knows I'll take any chance I can to play me a little Jimmy Comey. Good morning. I'm here to give you an update on the FBI's investigation of Secretary Clinton. What I want to do is tell you what we're recommending. But first, let me tell you what we found. 110 emails. And today, great, great excuse to play this fantastic hit. Because Jimmy Comey has concerns. Concerns about the weaponization of the DOJ. We'll talk about that, plus some amazing epiphanies during my trip to California, including some great news. Dylan Mulvaney, believe it or not, is causing some great things to happen. Truly. Also had an amazing opportunity to sit and watch people in California. So we'll talk about that. Continue to roll a bit of this hit. My favorite part. That's the part I love to hear. We'll talk about all of this. We get to do this because we've got great partners like roughgreens.com slash Todd. The Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City exile, Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. Jimmy Comey's got some deep, 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 deep concerns. Think about what four years of a retribution presidency might look like. He could order the investigation and prosecution (laughs) of individuals who he sees as enemies. I'm sure I'm on the enemies list. Is anyone else as amused by that as, as am I? I do find it horribly, horribly amusing. I'll tell you a little bit about what I saw in uh, California and talk a lot about this next hour because this Jimmy Comey stuff, it's, it's got me going a little bit. Um, in, in, in the separate country of California, I went to a very conservative area. And uh, it's, it's a lot like Idaho. It is. It's a lot like North Idaho. Um, And the commonalities are so interesting. People want to be left alone. And responsible people want to be able to fire their guns. Uh, The family's home at which we we got to go to this event. And I mentioned that this was um, that the place where the CrossFit Games began. So those who know CrossFit know it's the Castro Ranch. I won't say where it is. I don't think they want the publicity. Uh, But Dave, who's, who's... very well regarded in the CrossFit community, is a Navy SEAL, retired. And he's got a great shooting range set up on 100 acres of land. And there were sheriff's deputies there and cops and and serious for real law enforcement federal agents who aren't kicking in doors to go after school board members who wouldn't do that. So it was a fantastic kind of counterbalance to what else I saw in California. I want to talk about this next hour. Um, Here I am talking radio speaking in next episode. But just one big highlight that occurred is I was talking with a a gentleman whose son had fallen into the transgender cult, the so-called transgender idea, and had in fact sought and got wrong sex hormones. And again, this is in the state of California. So this guy was speaking in careful terms um, and, you know, looking over the shoulder 
Now, this wasn't in that conservative area. That In that conservative area, no one was shy about such things. So this was in Santa Cruz proper where we had this conversation. And so looking over his shoulder and explained to me that his son, having fallen into this cult, of course, it just it terrified the family as it should because it's a wicked, evil, satanic scheme. And they're pretty sure their son had suffered some sex abuse at the hands of a coach uh, when he was a young kid. He said no, but he's, he's spoken about this guy like a groomer. And you know what changed? Is he saw Dylan Mulvaney. So this grown man was on wrong sex hormones, on estrogen, thank God, for a relatively short period of time. And thank God he didn't go have surgery. He saw the Bud Light cans. He literally saw one of the cans. And then the ensuing coverage of this. And he didn't know who Dylan Mulvaney was. And then he watched Dylan Mulvaney. And it occurred to him, dear Lord, this is all a farce. This is all a lie. And it was watching Mulvaney act like a coquettish, over-sexualized little girl that freaked this guy out. And on the spot, his dad told me, this grown man, below the age of 30, by the way, went and tossed all of his wrong sex hormones and called his dad and said, I don't want to be a girl. His dad laughed and said, what? He goes, I don't want to be a girl. I cannot believe I fell for this. And he's completely reversed course on this. He's out talking about Dylan Mulvaney as the joke that this sad, 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 small-statured little man, this mentally ill man is. So, it was this moment, this, this incredible epiphany of how many others have seen what the Lord has allowed to happen with this Dylan Mulvaney and said, this, this isn't real. Incidentally, his son used to work, his son used to work at Disneyland. His son used to be one of the uh, little actors at Disneyland. And he said to his dad, I was more real playing a character at Disneyland than I ever could be as a girl. So there were many more epiphanies I'll share with you, including um, in the state of California, two conversations I overheard. One of them was a woman talking about our military. And I responded. Uh, The other was a conversation at an airport with two women sitting in the uh, chairs reserved, supposedly reserved, for people in wheelchairs, and it was the most San Francisco privilege conversation I've ever observed. So I can't wait to share some of these observations with you. But the Dylan Mulvaney thing, I just had to share. Because I regard it as great news, and I regard it as, as God once again proving that he can use great evil for perfect ends. Okay, that's as my dear friends, now with the Lord, Dory Monson would say, God rest you, Dory, as mere prelude, we dig now into the guts of the show. And this happens pretty often when I start a show like this. It's completely already different than how it's laid out on the show sheet. Good thing I don't have a producer. They get upset. 80% of Americans are short on magnesium, which leads to feelings of anxiety and terrible sleep. If you're not getting the sleep you need, get to bioptimizers.com slash Todd. Use promo code Todd to get 10% off all their products, particularly magnesium breakthrough. This is the product I take a couple hours before bed. It's not a sleeping pill. It's nothing like that. It fights anxiety because it regulates the hormone cortisol. Magnesium does that. Magnesium Breakthrough has all seven forms of magnesium. So I feel relaxed. You guys have never seen me relax. I can't be relaxed and do the show. 
When I relax, I feel warm and ready for sleep. And one of the greatest pleasures in the world is reading a book in bed after you have your talk with your wife and you're praying, you're reading a book and the next thing you know, you wake up in the morning. I never get that unless I'm on Magnesium Breakthrough. Go to bioptimizers.com slash Todd. Use promo code Todd to get 10% off all their products, including Magnesium Breakthrough, so that your dreams can power your recovery of your body and then you can power life. Bioptimizers.com slash Todd, promo code Todd for 10% off. So Jimmy Comey has concerns and this, this lack of awareness is just utterly phenomenal. I want to focus on two little bits of the interview, and then we'll get to the full piece. But this speaks so much to the, to, what did we talk about? Um, we, we talked about the, the fact that the, the evil scheming people, and I think Comey is one, uh, they're attempting to steal our conscience. Their conscience has been stolen. We talked about the theft of conscience yesterday. Their conscience has been stolen. Jimmy Comey wasn't born an evil schemer. Jimmy Comey has become an evil schemer. But just think of his observation as a guy who defended the Russia hoax, who pretended Trump was a Russian asset, who's done nothing about the fact that they lied the FBI to the FISA court in order to spy on Americans to spy on a presidential campaign, that this all started with Hillary opposition research. Everybody knew it. Everybody knew it was dark ops from Hillary. Everybody knew the disgraced former, I think their former law firm, Perkins Coie, was involved in this, which and in my judgment, they're money launderers. And he knew all of this, and he certainly knows it now. But Jimmy Comey does have a book to sell. So we'll get two pieces of this and then we'll dig into the full discussion he had, of course, with Jen Psaki on MSNBC. Oh, speaking of that. <laughs> ha! Speaking of that. You got to hear Chuck Todd's bye-bye uh, statement when he left MSNBC. You have to hear this in light of what they, of what they did with the Russia hoax. So this is clip one, uh, Jimmy Comey. Think about what four years of a retribution presidency might look like. He could order the investigation and prosecution of individuals who he sees as enemies. I'm sure I'm on the enemies list. Okay, just that quick clip. General Flynn, they attempted to destroy his entire life. They attempted to destroy his son. They put him under house arrest, effectively. For how long? They bankrupted him. And that's hard to do for a retired general. Now, he's come back. God has been good in that regard. They did that by putting him in a, in a perjury trap. How many states? In how many states... Is, is President Trump facing indictment? In New York, the so-called prosecutor there, Alvin Bragg, had to change a misdemeanor into a felony to go after Trump or misdemeanors into felonies to go after Trump. And even then, it had exceeded the statute of limitations. Even then, Georgia will indict President Trump at the most inconvenient time for the campaign, the January 6th committee. Well, the, the results of that, they're going to use that to indict Trump. We've mentioned so often the school board members and the uh, retired teachers who are in prison because they stepped foot in the Capitol. The fact that, major, that the major uh, credit card companies just when the, the DOJ went and said, give us all your data for the people who used credit cards and debit cards in and around the days around January 6th. And they said, okay, here you go. No problem. We don't, we don't need any stinking warrant. We'll give that to you. Jimmy Comey to state that, that Trump might weaponize the DOJ to create a list of enemies when this was born out of the White House of Barack Hussein Obama, mm -mm -mm, God bless Rush Limbaugh. It was he who said, burn it down. So that's clip one. And does that not show? I mean, this goes back to contempt. 
We talked about contempt and their contempt for us. But does it not also indicate that Jimmy Comey's conscience is gone? That the man who did these things is now concerned about these things being done? Given the way he said he intends to operate if he's reelected, this will be something we could never have imagined. Again, it seems like science fiction in a way, but it's what another four years of Donald Trump really promises. So President Trump has said, I am your retribution. And I, I take, well, I would say take umbrage with that because of the Harry Potter film. I'm concerned about that. And with due respect to President Trump, you are not. You're not my retribution. There's only one source of retribution for me, and that's the Lord. So re- retribution being another, uh, another word for revenge, revenge belongs to the Lord. Now, justice going after a Jimmy Comey, going after the Chris Rays of the world who have utter contempt for our system, utter contempt for the rule of law, utter contempt for us, just like Jimmy Comey. Yes, that's justice for what they've done. But what in the world would you call a three, now going on four-year constant assault against Trump for things that Mike Pence has done and Joe Biden has done far worse that seems every president has has taken with them classified documents. Biden was VP when he did it. He couldn't even say he declassified them. So a retribution presidency. You have a retribution White House. The Cultural Revolution of which Jimmy Comey is a fan, is about revenge. It's about telling people who they the, the, the party says has been marginalized. And truly, there was a time when same-sex attracted people were marginalized. That's not true anymore. They're the, most, they're the second most powerful community of people in the world. Because they can force you to give up your sincere religious beliefs and go involve yourself in a ceremony that you think violates the word of God. Or you can be fired or you can have someone like uh, the, the tyrants in the separate country of Washington come and take your business away from you. They're second only to gender defiant people who are the most powerful people in the world, far more powerful than black people now. So they take marginalized people, they invent the marginalization or they make it seem worse and they say, you get to have revenge. That's what the entire, the the entire cultural revolution is sold to people saying you have an opportunity for revenge. We talked about this yesterday, again, with the, with the theft of conscience, the organized, the organized shoplifting and, and smash and grabs that's predicated upon. You're just getting revenge. And you're getting revenge that's due you because this is what Whitey has taken from you. It's the language of racism. And it's being extended into our military. It's been extended into the intelligence services. The Department of Agriculture put out a tweet with a picture of their oversized, unneeded building. And it was, of course, in rainbow colors. And it's not the rainbow of, of the Christian God saying, hey, no more flooding the earth. Of course, it's the pride decade. Rainbow and the 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 text of the tweet said this period, that's it period. Period what? Period pride. So this combines the nature of contempt. It combines the nature of bubble thought, bubble living. It takes all of that, and it reminds us that it's not just contempt. That it's not just scheming. It's not just the theft of conscience. It's an inability to understand who these people really are. They can't see themselves for what they are. So we'll get to the full piece here with Jimmy Comey. And all of those elements momentarily. What difference at this point does it make? Everything I did was Everything I did was permitted, yes. Shouldn't you shouldn't you be able to use Hank as short for Hillary? No, that's terrible. I know a lady named Hillary. Lovely lady. But that if you're named Hillary, does it bug you that Hillary has kind of seized that name? Should bug you.
we are people who prepare, right? We see what's coming and it's wisdom to prepare. God tells us that the wise see a storm coming and the wise prepare. We build our houses on solid rock foundation. Make sure that you in your home have built on a solid foundation and being able to handle the worst that comes your way. Get to fourpatriots.com slash Todd. Check out what they've done with the Patriot Power Generator 2000X. This now has 12 AC outlets, two USB 2 connections, which charge devices twice as fast. It has two times the peak power of the other solar generators, and it's still a bug out kit dream. You can pick this thing up and take it with you in a, you know, maybe a minute's notice, not even that, 30 seconds. But here's what they've done now. Fourpatriots.com slash Todd will give you the solar panels for free so you can run medical devices, refrigerators, freezers, et cetera, in your home, your computers. And if God forbid you have to bug out, you take it with you. Even if it's just because there's a flood or something like that, you'll want power with you. Go to fourpatriots.com slash Todd. Remember, you get free shipping on orders over 97 bucks. Plus, you get peace of mind and the ability to help a neighbor because we all want to be able to do that. Fourpatriots.com slash Todd. Let's get it, Jimmy. Call me. Let me tell you what we found. 110 emails in 52 email chains have been determined to contain classified information. What difference at this point does it make? Eight of those chains are top secret. 36 of those chains secret. And eight contain confidential information. What difference at this point does it make? You said that Trump poses a near existential threat to the rule of law. And and this is something similar language that I hear privately from national security officials, some people you and I both know who will say this privately about what a second term could mean. But tell me a little bit about the specifics of what he could try to do. What do you mean by that? Well, think about what four years of a retribution presidency might look like. He could order the investigation and prosecution of individuals who he sees as enemies. I'm sure I'm on the enemies list because the president constitutionally does oversee the executive branch entirely, which includes the Department of Justice, prosecutors and investigators. And so he could commission direct that individuals be pursued. He could also direct all kinds of other conduct that people would maybe take to court to try to stop but who enforces court orders? Mm-hmm. Mostly the United States Marshals Service, which is in part of the executive branch and reports to the president. And so President Trump could say, I don't care what the Supreme Court says or these district judges say, I'm telling the Marshals Service, don't enforce the court order. And so our constitution really does give a rogue president, which is what this would be, tremendous power to destroy. And so that's why I'm trying to warn people Given the way he said he intends to operate if he's reelected, this will be something we could never have imagined. Again, it seems like science fiction in a way, but it's what another four years of Donald Trump really promises, which is why people criticize CNN for their town hall. I want the American people to stare at the threat that we're facing and understand that they cannot take the next election off. So this is what Comey wants. He wants us to stare at the threat that's been created. This is former FBI agent Stephen Friend, who still the FBI will not release to work. They will not release his personnel files. They will not release anything about him. He can't even be a private detective. Steve Friend stood up and said, I will not do this. He did everything the right way. He complained to his uh, all his supervisors. He told them what FBI rules were being violated and what policies were not being followed and what constitutional rights of American citizens were being abused. And he was ignored. He was threatened. And he's now, this afternoon, filed a whistleblower complaint with the Inspector General. General Michael Horowitz, um, and he's also been talking to Senator Chuck Grassley and some of the Republicans uh, about his complaints. And he um, is there. You see his photograph online. Bobby, it's Miranda Devine who's talking about what Stephen Friend has done. And you've seen Stephen Friend. We've heard him on the show. So the weaponization. This was about school board members. Jimmy Comey is concerned that President Trump might come for him. And that he might have a DOJ who actually goes after, you talk about a rogue president. The president has these authorities and where it's limited constitutionally, you and I will stand with the constitution over any president, right? Obviously. But they're going after not just school board members, but parents. And he's concerned that they might use the power of the DOJ to rein in the DOJ. 
and to rein in the cooperation with the media and the censorship of Americans. This is Ted Cruz talking to Chris Ray about these things. And this somehow just does not hit Jimmy Comey as something about which we should concern ourselves. Include things like Black Lives Matter. Instead, you identify patriotic Americans as suspect. And I would note there's a pattern of this. As you're aware, the National Association of School Boards asked the attorney general to investigate parents as domestic terrorists under the Patriot Act. Now, it did so because it was upset about moms and dads coming to school boards and disagreeing with the policies of those schools. Five days after that letter, the attorney general sent a memo to you directing the FBI to target parents for investigation. Since that time, the National Association of School Boards has apologized for the letter because it was so indefensible, but that hasn't stopped the FBI. In fact, you've created a specific threat tag uh, directed at parents. So let me ask you, how many moms and dads who have spoken up at school boards has the FBI interviewed or investigated since the memo from the attorney general? Well, first off, I'll say I'm not aware of any. But second, let me address the issue. You're not aware of any? Like it's, the House of Representatives has written you and asked you, you would about let it. Me, if you would let me. So please finish, answer. Please. Uh, let me say to you and to this committee the same thing I said to every FBI field office after I read the memo, which was that the FBI is not going to be in the business of investigating speech or policing speech at school board meetings or anywhere else. Uh, and that we're not about to start now, that threat violence, threats of violence, that's a different matter altogether. And there we will work with our state and local partners as we always have. So Director, you Ray, asked about, Director, you asked Ray, about, Director Ray, our time is, are, do you know how many parents you have interviewed or investigated since that, that memo? I am aware that we have had a small number of assessments, which is less than an investigation, and a few full investigations. So a small number of assessments, and yet Stephen Friend was sent to sit in the parking lot of school board meetings and to write down license plates. That's not something you do if you don't intend to weaponize speech. And Jimmy Comey is concerned about the weaponization of the DOJ, but only when it relates to something that the DOJ should actually look into, such as him. And what he did and what they did with the Russia hoax. Jimmy Comey is not concerned about what we've heard retired General Boykin say, Lieutenant General Boykin, what we've heard retired Colonel uh, Brad Williams tell us. He's not concerned about what has been said by retired FBI officials. Who, who are concerned on the same exact topic, and that has to do with the Chinese Communist Party. We might have, and I say this uh, very passionately because I also work counterintelligence for years in the FBI, uh, we may very well have our own highest level of government penetrated by Chinese agents. And uh, the evidence is, is certainly on the surface, and the patterns are there. I've worked this stuff. I know what it looks like. And many agents feel this way. And yet, we're going to, retain, we're going to go after uh, record retention violations, which are misdemeanors. It, it really makes you ill. And, and it's, it's really made many of us feel uh, very passionate and very sick about what's going on with the Bureau. And that's Terry Tucci, who, again, you can hear, he worked at the FBI, has the same concerns. So we go from contempt we go to the bubble existence. We go to the elites telling us to shut that, sit down and shut up. We go to the fact that, again, that old saying, that old meme, that they're not really going after Trump. They're coming after us. Trump is in their way. The same thing will be true, I think, for DeSantis. Watch how they turn on DeSantis and then what the media is trying to do. It'll be fascinating to watch what the FBI tries to do to him. And I do think if DeSantis is the nominee, they'll try to do something to him. And just one reminder about this, about this entire affair as, as G.B. Comey shows who he is. Remember when Jake Tapper was forced to say this? Regardless, the report is now here. It has dropped. And it might not have produced everything of what some Republicans hoped for. It, it is, regardless, devastating to the FBI. And to a degree, it does exonerate Donald Trump. Yeah, it did. Not to a degree, it did. And this was, of course, the Durham report.
So when Jimmy Comey says these things, he plays the role of a schemer. And one of the things that God just detests is schemers. And he detests specifically haughty tongues and people who rush to do evil and people who rush to scheme with evil, liars, Comey's all these things. And I'm aware that there's a great big log sticking out of my eye as I talk about this. And we need to be able to admit that because none of us are perfect people. Oh, incidentally, on the topic of Jimmy Comey, on the topic of using the federal government and misusing it, there's great, great signs of rebellion. Then we got to get to this Chuck Todd thing as Chuck Todd wishes goodbye to meet the depressed, as Rush would call it. God rest you, Maha. There's great signs, particularly, and this is the, I've been telling people this forever in relation to gun owners. There's this great fantasy among the left that you're going to outlaw certain things around guns and then people are going to just all drive downtown and turn in their guns. That's not happening. It didn't happen in the states back east where they banned so-called assault weapons. It's not going to happen. Now, the people at the top who are evil and scheming know this, so they just want to build up enough tripwires of so-called laws where it's difficult to not be breaking a law. Basically, what they want to have is so many laws in relation to owning a gun that all gun owners are felons. That's the great goal of all these many, many rules in states, separate countries like Washington. And all these arcane now inventions like with the ATF. Remember the pistol brace rule? We'll talk about how that's going as a sign of, I think, healthy rebellion. And another sign, I think, that's uh, really a sign of the times that we live through is there's a great divorce happening in terms of how people think about our financial system. There are still people who think, oh, it's all good. (laughs) Now, again, I was just in a very, I was in a very conservative part of California for a portion of my trip, the minority of it. At the time, I was in a pretty high net worth place and stayed at a pretty, I was gifted to stay at a pretty expensive hotel and to listen to some pretty rich people, casually speaking, in these pretty rich settings. They don't have any concerns. I, I, I watched a couple eat, and I, I'm, I'm really not trying to spread rumors. It's, I presume it's their money. I, I presume they're not grifters or, or government agents. I presume it's money they earned sitting around eating a couple hundred dollars worth of, uh, of appetizers. And that's, that's a big bill. Again, it's their money. I'm not, I'm not trying to judge that. I'm just looking at the attitude. So there's some people who, they're not bothered. And hey, look, if you're a bajillionaire, why be bothered? If you're a multi, multi, you know, 10, $20 million person, why be bothered? But for folks who are five to 10, 15 years away from retirement and your retirement account represents your life's energy, Stored in digits because that's what it is. It's your life's energy. It's something more. It's what God has given you to steward. And God expects much from those of us to whom much has been given. So there's other people like us who I think are pretty, pretty aware of the broken nature of our financial system. So I want to ask you this question. Does your existing financial advisor what side are they on what side of that equilibrium are they on the side that understands the mobbed up nature of what the federal reserve is what the what the treasury department is do they understand the mobbed up nature of big business taking orders to tank companies that end up tanking companies like budweiser do they understand that if they do have they shared it with you and if they don't understand, is that really where your money belongs? So Zach Abraham, Bulwark Capital Management, Zach's been very successful at stewarding people's money. So he can be a guy who's a little bit confident, except he's not. Why? Because Bulwark Capital Management is all about risk management. It's all about managing the chaos economy, the corruption economy, and they use active portfolio management, which can actually reduce risk and lower volatility can actually do that here's my suggestion simply get a consult it's that easy call board capital management at 866-779-RISK 
That's 866-779-RISK. Or if it's easier for you, go to knowyourriskradio.com. Bulwark Capital Management is an investment advisor representative, Chuck Financial LLC, and SEC registered investment advisor. So Chuck Todd, it's, you know what? This is one of those moments, honestly. When I say Chuck Todd, do you also just Jones to hear the to hear Rush's assessment of Chuck Todd stepping down? I think all of us. I mean, if we listen to Rush as long as many of us did and as, as faithfully as many of us did, I would love to hear. I would have loved to hear his assessment of Chuck Todd's step down statement. And so this is that Chuck Todd on MSNBC and NBC talking about leaving Meet the Press, or as Rush called it, Meet the Depressed. I'll be honest, though, I leave feeling concerned about this moment in history, but reassured by the standards we've set here. We didn't tolerate propagandists. And the- we didn't tolerate propagandists. People, all the media people, especially all the generally kind of mainstream media people, especially, who tend to act like Roberts is some kind of moderate good guy influence on the Supreme Court, make no mistake, John Roberts has been an enemy of black people voting. <laughs> That's MSNBC not tolerating any, uh, you know, propaganda. This network and program never will. But it doesn't mean sticking your head in the sand either. If you ignore reality, you'll miss the biggest story. Being a real political journalist isn't about building a brand. It's about reporting what's happening and explaining why it's happening and letting the public absorb the facts. If you do this job seeking popularity, you are doing this job incorrectly. I take the attacks from partisans as compliments. And I take the compliments from partisans with a grain of salt. The goal of this in every Meet the Press episode is to do all of the following in one informative hour. Make you mad, make you think, shake your head in disapproval, and nod your head in approval. If you do all of that in one hour of this show, we've done our job. So again, this isn't goodbye, but know this, no matter who sits in this chair, if it's Sunday, it's Meet the Press. (laughs) (laughs) A reminder from one of his colleagues, Mika Brzezinski, one of Chuck Todd's colleagues in not having propaganda. Trump voters and are still Trump supporters. They go, yeah, you guys are going crazy. He's doing, what are you so surprised about? He's doing exactly what he said he's going to do. Well, and I think that the dangerous you know, edges here are that he's trying to undermine the media, trying to make up his own facts, and it could be that while unemployment and uh, the, the economy worsens, he could have undermined the messaging so much that he can actually control right. uh, exactly what people think. And that if, is the that is our you, job. Yeah, if you look at the issues. <laughs> that is our job to control what people think on a network. Chuck Todd says will not will not allow any propaganda. Scientists say climate change could be fueling storms like Hurricane Ian. Storms like Hurricane Ian are only going to get stronger and more dangerous as the climate crisis progresses. Is there any doubt in your mind that climate change is to blame? <laughs> They will not tolerate propaganda, Chuck Todd says. Trump's tax returns are a treasure trove for his potential criminality. A treasure trove of potential evidence. People say, well, what's he hiding? The question is, what is he hiding? (laughs) What is he hiding? (laughs) Why is he fighting this so hard? Let him show us how he's not compromised (laughs) if that's the case. Mitt Romney saying he thinks there's likely a bombshell in Trump's tax returns. Could be a bombshell. Do you think there's a bombshell there in Trump's taxes? Potentially, and I say potentially because these are accusations at this point, Mm -hmm. but there may be uh, evidence of money laundering. Possible tax fraud or or money laundering. Potential money laundering. Potential money laundering. <laughs> monitoring. Potentially illegal fraud. Potential tax fraud, insurance fraud, misuse <gasps> of the charity. What was that potential that Chuck Todd fraud, said again? Bank fraud. We heard something about insurance uh, fraud. Do you believe that in addition to potential tax fraud, I, I that Donald Trump has committed potential insurance fraud? I'll be honest, though. I leave feeling concerned about this moment in history, but reassured yes. by the standards we've set here. Okay. We didn't tolerate propagandists, and this network and program never will. But it doesn't... <laughs> Well, except when we do for a decade, except when we do for a decade, tolerate propaganda. Well, and for in a concentrated period. And yes, of course, I could go play all the COVID stuff. Of course, I could play them, you know, licking the boots of the Fouch. But why don't we just do something that we don't do enough of? And that is to talk about some good news. 
So the ATF was allowed to invent a law. They're not a legislature. They're unelected. Congress has outsourced the creation of laws to bureaucratic agencies so they can run against them. So people like Mitch McConnell can have deep, deep, deep concern and just say, well, it's too bad we can't do anything. The ATF's a rogue agency. How many times have we heard this from shiny shoe Republicans? So the ATF is a rogue agency. It needs to be reined in. Didn't we just hear from, from, uh, from Kevin McCarthy that we're going to get rid of all these IRS agents' jobs? So they outsource this stuff and the agencies can invent a bureaucratic rule and then if Congress does not step in in a period of time, in a short period of time, I think it's 90 days, then it takes on the force of law. They did this with pistol grips. Here's the percentage of people who've registered with the ATF their pistol grips. 10%. 90% of people have ignored this. And there's a bunch of lawsuits that are pending on this. Now, aware as I am of Romans 13, that we are to, you know, follow the authorities and the rules. Yeah, that starts with the authorities. Our authority in this country is the United States Constitution, which I continue to believe to be God-inspired. So I think it's fantastic news that agencies like this are finding out that the American people, particularly gun owners, are not going to simply comply. And hence the series of what I call legal tripwires being set up around the country. And the legal tripwires are these. That with every single overlapping bit of legislation, it becomes impossible to not be a felon. They've done the same thing with the tax code. If a tax lawyer wants to make you a tax avoider or a tax felon, they will. Because there's so many overlapping laws. One of the best examples of this is a law called structuring. Do you know what this law is? Here's how structuring works. The federal authorities will not insure deposits to a bank greater than 10,000 bucks. Or yeah, at 10,000 one dollars or something like that. It's 10,000 or 9,999. So if you make a deposit that's over 10,000 bucks, it's reported to the federal agencies. They will not insure deposits that are over 10000 So people will deposit 9999 bucks. They'll make deposits in those increments. And so, and this is cash deposits. You're talking about actual cash businesses. So bakeries or whatever. This is a famous case. A bakery had to do this. They were a cash company. They didn't want to do credit cards. They didn't want to pay the fees. So they used cash. And so they would take their deposits in $9,999 at a time. So it would be insured. This triggered a federal alert. And the feds went and said, you're structuring. You're structuring your deposits to avoid being discovered. To avoid us seeing your $10,000 cash deposits. They seized the family's money who ran the bakery. They took it from them and said, come and prove that we're wrong. So they used civil asset forfeiture, which is where you sue. They sued the bakery. So the federal government sued a building and a bunch of donuts. And weirdly, the building and a bunch of donuts was unable to hire an attorney because the building can't speak and the donuts don't have money for a lawyer. Now, ultimately, some lawyers came in and took care of this for free and got the couple their bakery back, but they were a couple hundred thousand bucks light given the time that they couldn't do business. So these same sort of overlapping laws are being set up state to state. So if you live in a state like that, understand that the idea is to create these tripwires. If you're a federal official who thinks that people are going to come around and turn in their guns, I have news for you. It is not going to happen. And it's always about 90% of gun owners who say no. It's always about 10%. This is okay. I'll play along. It's always about 90% that says, yeah, forget it. No, I'm not going to have anything to do with this. Let's talk about one more piece of, I think, <laughs> amusing news. Well, no, let's actually talk about something that's in a sort of a serious sense. Let's talk about that in a second. 
when I was uh, down in California and enjoying this time, and I, I, yeah, I mean, it was enjoyable. Uh, certainly being at the ranch was amazing and watching this speech and this presentation by the scientists and by Greg Glassman, that was incredible. Meeting with people who are similarly interested was incredible. It was also, though, really good to get home. It always is, I think, from a trip, right? Isn't it good to get home? And to get home to a structure that I've employed that really helps me stay healthy. So I choose to have about the same five foods on a pretty regular basis. And occasionally I'll go out and, um, and, and I ritualize things. It gives me comfort. I, it does. It just gives me comfort. You know about my pizza thing once every two weeks or once a week. I go down and I gorge on pizza and Caesar salad. And I do that in a careful way that's actually allowing me to continue to lose fat. I'm losing like half a pound a week now. You know, I'm down to 9.9% body fat. And, and if I get down to eight, I do, but I'm not trying. It's just happening happenstantially. How structured is your eating? Do you know how many calories you consume on a day? Can I give you a challenge? Now, this might be freaky to you, but just download one of the free apps. So there's my fitness pal. That's one I use. Just download it. Enter how many calories you eat in a day and just look at it. And then regard the number of years you've eaten that way. And then think about how that has impacted your body. Then do one other thing. If you're curious, and maybe you're not, maybe this doesn't interest you, guess what your body fat percentage is? Percent of your body that's fat. Go get it measured. There's some tools online where you can kind of guess what it is. There's a caliper method. There's some ways to do this. You can pop into a place that has an in-body scale if you want. There's some ways to get it done. The most accurate is getting dunked. Why do I mention this? Because on average, Americans tend to underestimate the number of calories they eat by 30% on average on a daily basis. Americans tend to underestimate their body fat by about 30%. And it's not the fat you see that's the danger. It's the fat we don't see, the visceral fat. If you already know the answer to this stuff, or you already know you've been overestimating, or misestimating, misunderestimating, wasn't that what President Bush used to say, misunderestimating? Well, then go change. Go to a place that will help you structure your eating in a way that you might structure your business or your retirement account. If it's not measured, it can't be improved. They'll take care of the measurements. They'll take care of the details of the eating. All that stuff I just talked about, if it seems tedious, let them do it. They'll provide you with the food, the expertise on how you can drop unwanted fat from your body. I am 180 pounds lesser in fat. So whether it's the bother from the last 40 or the 180, go to sodaweightloss.com. The website, S-O-T-A, weightloss.com. It stands for state of the art. They'll take care of all the bothersome details. On the board of the United States... There are still people who refuse to stop doing their job. And I love this. We just saw an arrest and seizure of enough fentanyl in Arizona to kill every American. And this operation occurred from March 6th to March 8th at four points of entry and two checkpoints. People were attempting to bring in that much fentanyl to this country. And by the way, the way they did it is they hid it in bags of flour. Because fentanyl is so small. Well, fentanyl itself is not small, but so many, you know, a a small dose can do so much harm. What I want to celebrate is Americans who are holding on to their pistol braces who said, yeah, no. What I want to celebrate is people who are federal agents who are still doing their duty. What I want to celebrate are the people at the FBI who would love to see Jimmy Comey brought to justice, who would love to see Stephen Friend return. What I want to celebrate are parents who saw that the federal government was calling him a domestic terrorist and said, come and do it. That's fine. What I want to celebrate are people who have somehow maintained a conservative part of the separate country of California, complete with churches everywhere. What I want to celebrate is, as I was in California, there's a, little, uh, there's a little trick I use. 
when I fly out of San Francisco airport, I always go very early to SFO because of the fog and they're famous for, for having errors at the, uh, um, at the security lines that sometimes lead to a lot of problems. I want to celebrate, in fact, the DSH, uh, DHS agents I dealt with this weekend, save one who was just a very foul and very rude woman. Everyone else was actually chipper. Everyone else was actually respectful. Everyone else actually was doing their job. They were killed. And I said to an agent, this young man who had uh, you know, done a little pat down on me and somehow my, my armpit alerted. So he was patting me down and, and he said, hey, I know this isn't fun for anybody, particularly you. And when he got done, I turned around, I had my bags. I said, hey, you know what? You guys are killing it today. I was in there for like three minutes. You guys are killing it. You're getting it done. And this young man looked up. He said, yeah, thank you. He goes, thank you. And this other lady from across the room, she goes, sir, thank you for that. Thank you for that. Man, thankless jobs. And I have this little trick I use. I go up to the international terminal. And because that's where the great food is, by the way, the San Francisco International Airport. Plus, it's quiet. Plus, most of the seats have power. So you can get away. They don't play the insane, terrible music. They don't make the constant announcements. Up an SFO in the international wing, they don't do that. So it's a quiet place. You have a bunch of space, best food. I got just chicken breast, like with no oil, no weird sauces on it. And I'm up there and I want to celebrate this. I was listening. I wasn't listening. It just happened that I could hear two young Asian men having a conversation with their parents. These guys are in their 20s. They clearly work in tech because I heard them talking about their jobs. And as they were on the phone with mom and dad, they said the most magnificent thing. In San Francisco, in the heart of the beast, the young men said, we're sorry we're missing church with you this morning. Have fun at church, mom and dad. I want to celebrate that even in a place like that, there's young people like that. This stuff is worthy of celebration when we see it. And it was very meaningful for me to see it there in the heart of the beast. Let us celebrate where we can celebrate. Let us thank God where we can do that. And let us be people who spread at least some positivity to folks like that, because it can make a great, great difference in how future travelers are treated and how they see us. When they see us, let us see the face. Let them see the face of God through us when we can, rather than an angry traveling face. This is the Todd Herman Show. Thank you for being part of the podcast family, for sharing with friends. Now, please go be well, be strong, be kind, and make every effort to not just be right with God, but joyfully right with God. Cartels are exploiting Indian reservations to get into America, and our federal government can't be bothered to stop it. Hey, y'all, it's Sarah Carter from The Sarah Carter Show. I just got back from two trips to our southern border, and I want to take you inside a huge hotspot where thousands of migrants are coming into America every day. I was with a member of the National Border Patrol Council when the Border Patrol nabbed multiple illegal migrants who are breaking U.S. law, and I have the exclusive audio. For all this and more, subscribe to The Sarah Carter Show on your favorite podcast app.